Are you ready? Yes? At you. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> That's like the third episode in a row. I know. Where, where uh, you've been embarrassing during the whistle. <laughs> embarrassing? Intro. That means I'm embarrassing her. <laughs> Not that I'm embarrassed, but that she is embarrassed because she is with me and I'm doing these things. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not well, wrong. What will next time, what joy will, will you bring us then? It's, it's obvious that if something um, is playing that I'm used to, that I'm not. You get comfortable. <laughs> I get too comfy. <laughs> well, Crashers, what's up? What's up? We, I just, we're just going to be real with you. We had the longest weekend ever. <laughs> we're tired. <laughs> we're tired. Charlotte texted me last night. She was like, I'm halfway through this movie and I'm so tired. And I literally, I was like, oh crap, I have to watch a movie. <laughs> she was like, I totally forgot. But she was talking to me about what time we were recording. So I don't know what she was going to be talking about today. <laughs> I texted her, what time do you want to meet up? And you're like, I don't know, I'm halfway through the movie. And I was like, oh, I have to watch a movie. <laughs> That's only what this podcast has always been about. I mean, apparently. <laughs> apparently I'm just, I'm new to this. It's fine. <laughs> Noob. It's fine. But, I mean, in true Charlotte fashion, you took us back in time. I, of course. To 20 years ago. Yeah. 1999. Wow. Is that what year it was? Yes. Wow. I'll explain why I know so much about that later. Okay. But, <laughs> Notting Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh Grant. He's so cute. So He's stinking just cute. Just adorable, charming, He's still eyes. cute. He He's is. still cute. He really is. Ugh. And Julia Roberts. Who? You know what? Ugh. I actually didn't know she was in the movie until I pulled it up. I knew he was. I didn't know she oh, was. Oh, okay. And I was immediately filled with joy. Because how can you not Yeah, absolutely. You and know what? My husband goes, Julia. Ugh. <laughs> and I was like, what is wrong? What do you have against Julia Roberts? He's like, she's boring. <gasps> and I was like, you're boring. <laughs> I thought at first that that was like a Julia. Ugh. Oh, like, gosh, no. So he loved. thinks she's boring and that what? she can't act and that she's one-dimensional. You know, Mikey, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but he watched it. He watched the whole movie. And he changed his mind? Or was he like, she's still a little boring? He literally... I bet you'd marry her, wouldn't you, Mikey? Don't lie. <laughs> I think he had fun watching this movie. Good. I think. He really didn't say anything. We were so tired. <laughs> I know. Jesse and I talked about Julia Roberts this week, uh huh, which is really funny, and it's because... Um, we were hanging out with some people that had gotten veneers ah. and we were wondering, um, about veneers and we were even talking about like, maybe we should get some veneers. Uh -huh. Maybe that'd be amazing to not have to work. Cause like I got adult braces, you guys, uh -huh. I was, I was 25. I was newly single. Okay. And okay. I was like, these jacked up teeth got to get a fixin. <laughs> and I was an independent woman. So I got my own adult Your braces. Teeth look great. Why do you Thank you. Veneers? This one's moving. Everybody's a listen. When you go get I used braces, to not have a gap here. See, the gaps are so cute. Oh, well, thanks. So cute. <laughs> thanks. Michael Strahan, that girl in 50 shades of gray. We love your teeth gap guys. Don't ever get rid Michael of it. Michael Strahan has a highway. It's not a gap. <laughs> I love it so much. I used to be able to fit a straw through the gap. Well, that's amazing. Teeth and Seth, drink. Seth had little head, massive teeth with a big old gap. Yes. Secretly hoped it was never going to change, but I'm glad it did for his <laughs> sake. I will say, uh, I have one of my favorite all-time grooms has a gap in his teeth, uh -huh. and in her vows, 
she talked about how much she loved the uh, the gap in his teeth and how she was like, that guy across the room with the teeth gap keeps looking at me. Oh. Like, she was like, you stood out. And it was cute. I love He's that. He's very handsome. So were y'all wondering if Julia has veneers? So no. Thank you for bringing it back full You're circle. welcome. No, I we were you. saying that back in the like 90s, I don't think veneers were a thing. Not really. They and just so started, I guess. People with perfect teeth stood out, and she, mm. he was like, "Does Julia Roberts have veneers? Because her teeth are perfect." And I was like, "No." And They're the reason perfect. that she was Julia Roberts back then is because nobody had a smile like it's that. True. It's natural. It's amazing, and I feel like it's veneers true. are like modeled after her smile. Yeah, I mean, her absolutely. Her smile, her teeth are like the perfect proportion, the perfect size. It's like this beautiful, like the spacing, the, the color. Uh, and it's not they're too still big. perfect. It's not too, and it goes out like I know, like at least an inch on each side from mine. I know, she, it's unbelievable. Her smile is magical. Yeah, so that's She's all. So I just beautiful. wanted to circle around and say she was the OG veneers. Yeah, that's I what think, we've all modeled. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, we're in my brother's house and he's a dentist. We can ask him <gasps> when veneers got started. Oh my gosh, can he give me veneers? Well, I mean, no, no. I'm actually, yeah, yeah probably, but. <laughs> He's an oral anesthesiologist for pediatric surgery. So if you'd oh. like to go back in time and be a kid again. I want, I want veneers but not baby veneers. <laughs> Little tiny baby teeth. <laughs> I wake up from my surgery and I'm like, these are why we have to discuss the minute details of things. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, and this commercial was sponsored by... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so... Why Notting Hill? Why did okay. we go back to 1999 this week? So, first of all, you guys have sent in so many requests that it's, like, so fun. It's We have yeah. our own little movie Rolodex. It's true. And it's then fun. I had a wedding this weekend at a venue called Notting Hill. Yep. Here in Dallas. But the one here is spelled with a K. Yes. Yeah. And I thought, wait, is the one we just watched not? Nope. I searched Notting Hill with a K. With a K. And I made Michael search with a K. And he was like, it's just an A. Oh. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Thanks, Mikey. <laughs> it's stuck in. That's two. Yeah. That's all I've got. No, um, so I thought, you know what? I've never seen that one and it's on the list, so why not? So we not so we nodding healed it. Yeah. But the real question is, in all of our sleepy stupor, are can you successfully do a thirty second recap? I can. Okay. I think so. Okay. I'm kinda still asleep, so it should be super fun. <laughs> Let's do this dreamy thing. <clears throat> Okay, one, two, three, go. Okay, so Hugh Grant owns a bookstore, a travel bookstore in Notting Hill, which is a neighborhood in London, and he seems maybe kind of lonely. He's got some good friends and some good family, but he kind of daydreams about this actress, and seriously, one day, this super famous actress shows up in his bookstore, and they have a little meet-cute, and it's kind of the story how they end up dating, not dating, kind of dating, maybe they're in love, maybe they're not. And it's all about this nostalgic neighborhood, Notting Hill in London, and how it magically made them fall in love. Good job! You did it. You did it. I did. You missed on some, like, major highs and lows. Yes. It's, it's very true. much of a, a whitewash. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, it. isn't that what we do? It is. I mean, 30 seconds. He also had some divorces and some things. All, all the things. And she had some things. But Julia always comes with baggage. If there's anything we've learned on this podcast, when Julia's involved in a wedding movie, Julia's got all the baggage. It's okay. She's allowed. It oh. melts away with that smile. It's true. <laughs> Don't we all have baggage? We do. It's true. That's what, make us, it, that's what makes us lovable. Yeah. You know? It's fine. 
I will say Notting Hill looks pretty lovable. Okay, so that's literally in my notes. Well, first of all, so let's are we gonna call them Hugh and Julia, or do you want to call them by their names in the movie? William Tell and me Anna. Her, let's call them William and Anna. Okay, William and Anna, <laughs> or Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts. My next note was literally in all through the movie. I just said this music, woof. <laughs> Guys, 1999 it was, was tiring. It wasn't helping us. We no, were sleeping. No, no. I was just like, what is this? So if you haven't watched it, be prepared to be not a fan of the music. And if we're wrong, I mean, feel free to... I, I'll argue with you about it. It's well, fine. Well, maybe you have an infant and you need most baby Mozart-style music for them to sleep. Maybe. It's a great movie to throw But on. they have this scene where they pull up the, the crane and you're looking at everything from an aerial view and the music is completely contrary to the mood. And I was like, whoever was in charge of creating the soundtrack to this film probably never did another film. Because this was very, very troubling to me. But then my literal, my next note is, does his description of Notting Hill make you want to live there? It does. It did? It did. I didn't for me. No. Which is why I thought I'd ask. Hmm. What I thought about it was it? cute because he talked about getting to people mm-hmm. watch. He talked about how it's an influx on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I loved that his little travel bookshop was like so blue cute. and cute Idyllic. and stood out. And then his door was blue and cute and stood mm-hmm. out. And he was in walking distance. I, I want that. Yeah. I thought it was really sweet. I, I like it. I was just sitting there and I was like, but would it be enough to make me move? I, don't, I mean, obviously nothing's been enough to make me move. <laughs> That's true. You're like holding down the fort over there. <laughs> like, I'm never leaving. <laughs> There's a lot to be like, man, that's a lot of work. Moving is I'm, a ton I'm of work. I'm hardly even home, it feels like, right now. So I'm constantly like, why do I want to spend more money on a place I'm not at? I don't know. Uh, you don't, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is always the next sentence. Yeah, I do, I, I guess. I guess. I don't, I guess. I guess. Anyways, but you're listening to him talk about how idyllic his neighborhood is. And it just made me curious if you... We're like, I want to go to there. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to go to there. I would love to go to there. But you're probably right. I don't know if I would want to live to there. Live, live to there. <laughs> I don't know. To me, I'm like, I don't want a, a market in front of my house every weekend. I think it's, that's what pushed me off. You're right. If it could be just like first Monday so yeah. I can get the best people watching yeah. at the beginning of the month. And every just weekend, out of my blinds. Everyone's going to be all up in my grill. But every weekend. Trying to get me to the hotel. I know. So I feel like every weekend it would be like... I would see the same people, and then they'd become friends, and then they'd end up talking to me to go out, and then I would be like, no, yes. I don't want to go, and they'd be like, please come, and then I'd be like, okay. Exactly. And then we'd go out, and they'd be like, exactly. do you want to drink? And I'd be like, no, and then they'd be like, are you sure? And then I'd be like, oh, okay, and then this would be a pattern that would repeat. To me, it felt like Until living, it, basically I'm like, you're, I'm living on a college campus again. Okay, so maybe I would want that. <laughs> Never, never. But I didn't get to do it. That's probably why I want to go downtown. I didn't go to college. That's true. I was like, you know, a mom in a home in the burbs with a good school. I still think you need a downtown life experience. I think so. You deserve it. I need to get it out. Just get it out. Even though I am very confident that when the club is (laughs) pumping music into my (laughs) place of living when I'm trying to sleep and my rain (gasps) sound isn't loud enough up to my ear, I'll be like, we've got to move. I hate this. (laughs) I don't know where you're looking at living, but (laughs) I don't don't think there are very many options that are above the club. The club. I don't think there are any. No. There's a building across from the Jewel I think is pretty cool. Okay. You'll just show me. But we also find out in this, like, first little, like, three-minute segment that Hugh got left by his wife. He did. He was married, but she left him. And then, I don't know if we want to bring this up right now, but we might as well, since we're on the topic. Apparently, he's actually been married 
Two times. Two times? Okay, I'm pretty sure. I thought sure. that was just his girlfriend. Okay, maybe. I just know he was like, the first one left me. Left me. The second one, married I should have been, he said I should have been smarter because she left me and then married my best friend. Yeah, I think that was just so a I girlfriend. I don't know if they were married or not. I don't know. It was unclear. If you, if you were not out of it and you fully remember, please fill us in. But yeah, there's a chance. So it's one of the other like lead characters in the story. She's yes, in a wheelchair. She's in a wheelchair. They were obviously past love interests, but she marries his best friend. Yeah, she and also has piercing eyes. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, but they're in this tight friend group, so it's like chill. I feel like it wouldn't be that chill if they, if they had been married. This is one of my notes. So uh, one of my notes was how cool that in 1999 uh-huh. they were together, uh-huh. and she left him for his best friend, uh-huh. and they are still all best yeah. friends. I feel like that's actually very rare because most people just can't get through something like that. Which is why I feel like it was a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. I feel like that would be really weird if they've been married. I think you're right. But just dating, it's like whatever. That has to be... I mean, it's not like whatever. I imagine he didn't feel that way. Right at first. (laughs) At first. But I was like... I found it really inspiring and motivating that they still have a friendship. Because... Honestly, when you really love somebody and you figure out that maybe you misunderstood those emotions, yeah, doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship with them. And you should never lose your two best friends over it. Over, frankly, I guess sex, really. Right. Well, and she even says she hated the way that he would kiss her ear. She, <laughs> she was like, like Ugh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'd like that either. But while we're on the topic, I mean, I wrote one thing down. There's so many things about their friend group that I found so healthy and so endearing. And they did things that at first you're like, that's kind of weird, but it's so healthy. So, like, later in the movie, they've got brownies. And they play this game of who's got it worst and whoever's life sucks the worst. They get to have the brownie. The extra brownie. Yeah, the extra brownie. And you're sitting there and you're like, what a weird game to play. But then you're finding that they are so open to being vulnerable with each other, which is probably why... Their friend group is so close. Yeah. That's probably why I love you guys so much. Probably. <laughs> probably why I love you so much. I'm like, let me tell you why my day sucks. And then you're like, nope, let me <laughs> one-up that. Suck it. And then you're like, but I love you and you're doing great. <laughs> yes. And then we're like, I guess we could go to a 9 to 5 every day. No, I'm just like, kidding. <laughs> no. But they go around and like the his ex-girlfriend or wife or whatever who's in the wheelchair who yes. had had an accident is like, I can't have a baby. I know. And the other guy's like, I suck at my job. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, you know, he's lonely. And then Julia Roberts is like, I've been on a diet for basically 10 years. Yeah, and my whole life. all this stuff. And and she talks about, like, everything in the media and how yeah. bad. And I love that they're like, nice no, try. Nice try. <laughs> you made $15 million on your last movie. And you're so gorgeous. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I think so much of our lives we grow up almost believing that our problems are too much of a burden for people to bear or we don't want to be in the way of other people's feelings or perceptions of us and like watching people live out what I already try to do so well of just being like uh I'm a person and if I'm going to be loved well you have to know that I'm a person and I have to know you're a person yeah and that's important I love it and that's the that's that's probably why I always was so drawn to friends yeah that's true because they do that too Mm -hmm. you know and I, I actually, sometimes my husband even gets upset because I like to make fun of and poke and tease at somebody's flaws because right. I love somebody for their flaws more than I love them for what right. they're great at. Well, it's different if they are also comfortable with their flaws. Yeah. It's not like you're walking around making fun of someone's butt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know? I did. 
<laughs> Jesse and I got into our first fight in eighth grade because I made fun of his butt. I called him a bubble butt. And I guess back then it wasn't cool yet. But so he was a little self-conscious He was super it. self-conscious about his giant bubble butt. Well, it's different. But now he bounces now around he likes the side. That's how I he got his wife. Bubble butt. We're all bubble, 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 bubble butt. We're bubble both married to... <laughs> bubble butt. Well, so Michael, so my real last name is Hutto, but every man in the Hutto family has a butt, and it's called the Butto. <laughs> <laughs> Just a nice little butt. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so jealous. But, like, how does Michael have a butt? And I've got this, and my child, I can give hold her, her time. I can hold her entire butt in my small hands. Don't worry, give her time. <laughs> I mean, it's fine if she never grows a Butto. She like, will. <laughs> She will. She will. I mean, it's... I, it's I just think, like it's math. I think you could... Big butt, big butt equal big butt. It's pretty... Maybe, but genetics are weird. You could literally cover her entire butt with a hamburger bun yeah. right now. <laughs> She's almost four. Are we thinking about Halloween costumes? Absolutely. <laughs> She's going to be Good Burger. <laughs> Can I take you on, man? Sure. Welcome to Good Burger. <laughs> Stop it. I just saw Keenan on Saturday Night or on The Tonight Show, and he's the longest-running person on Saturday Night Live, and it's just like, he's just, I, I think they're coming out with a new Good Burger. <gasps> Stop it. Yes. This excites me. I just am blown away. I remember, like, kind of not being allowed to watch that movie, but it was also, like, on the cusp of, like, it's fine, so every time it I was, watched it, I was like, I'm living a dangerous life. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel, but my movies were definitely a little more risky. <laughs> like the time I went to a- I'm checking out that good good burger girl mine were like Friday which are still inappropriate for- yeah it's like when I was like shh don't let my mom see that we're watching shh, Friday don't shh it's like when I went to a kind of friend's birthday party at her apartment and it was a sleepover and her mom put in Titanic but there was no way in hell I was allowed to watch that movie so I literally watched it through the crack of two pillows like if I'm hiding my face and still watching it am I still breaking the rules? And I was like those are boobs. Those are boobs. I was like why is that car getting foggy? And then your your parents pick you up and you feel a little guilty but you're like I'll never tell. Anyways. And this has been Nodding's Corner. <laughs> Nodding Hill. This has there you go. Nodding That's Hill. our movie review. <laughs> so, okay. Julia Roberts straight up walks into his bookstore. She does. And you know what? We already know she's famous. Yes. Because the opening scene of this sh- movie. Are flashes of paparazzi. Are flashes of paparazzi. And like, we immediately get a. Yes. Her fabulousness. But we immediately get a feel for like, her life is obviously. Yeah. Glamorous. Glamorous, but never alone. Yeah. She doesn't have any me time. Yeah. It looks stressful, and it gives me a little bit of anxiety, to be honest. I wouldn't want it at all. But she walks into his bookstore, and I'm like, that's so interesting. But obviously, she's enjoying some time alone. Yes. Or trying. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so charming and adorable, trying to, like, sell her the better version of a travel book about Turkey or whatever. And Michael goes... This couldn't even happen these days because they'd have an entourage and they'd have security. And so I just want to talk about, like, could this meet cute even happen now? Could it have even happened in 99? Because I don't know. this is interesting that you brought this up. Uh-huh. Because one of my notes that I wrote was, I feel like the paparazzi's better. 
than it used, than to, it be. used to be. Than yeah, it was maybe. in the 90s. And maybe it's because we have phones and they can just nonchalantly be taking pictures. Right, maybe. I still feel like we get way too much material on what people are doing in Agreed. their personal time that I don't freaking care about. Agreed. But I will say... Everyone deserves to get to go to Target by themselves yeah. and enjoy some Target time. It's all set. Exactly. So, I don't know. I I don't think it could have happened. I don't think it could have happened. No. And I don't, I don't know if it could happen now. Maybe, because maybe, they, like I said, they could use cell phones. But it depends on the level of famousness. But the level they put her at in the movie, well, I would she's think She's basically no. like a Beyonce mm-hmm. situation. I would think somebody would have to be standing outside all like... Yeah. You know? Maybe. I don't know. I don't either. I, I, don't, I would not want to be famous. No. And no, and this is so like in 99 when I was a kid, maybe Uh it would have looked fun to be famous. Right. But now that I am this age, it's like there are so many days that you're just so tired and busted that you just need to throw your hair in a bun and go to freaking Kroger and your PJs to buy coffee creamer and sugar. And if you were famous, nope. Not going to happen for you. So. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, could you imagine someone like me being famous and then my first wedding photos leak? Career's over. (laughs) I just can't live. Where I don't get to choose when people get to see the things that have happened in my life. <laughs> I was at a consult last night and the planner, my friend, starts talking about it and proceeds to show them the photo. I think I got the job because they enjoyed it so much and bonded with me. It's <laughs> windy. Yeah. Windy. <laughs> it's okay. The, the bride actually um, already kind of knew because she found... And she found some other about me's on other websites and was able to piece things together and make some interesting so funny. It was pretty fun. Oh my gosh. One of these days you'll post them to our Instagram. I will. I need to. You recently shared them, yeah? I did. I I was at lunch with another amazing friend who's who's an incredible photographer and she was due to have her baby in three days and uh, she mentioned the podcast and I was like, I'm just waiting for Charlotte to share her wedding like dress photos and she was like I need you to text her and say that my last wish before I have my child is to see those photos so Charla sent them to her and I videoed her response and then we ended up calling her and talking about it it's funny it's oh funny. man yeah, is she right. listening to the podcast I don't really know I couldn't gather I try not to be too invasive about the podcast I'm not unless one I'm of my very best friends doesn't even listen to us yeah I was I'm like, like I, are you even my friend <laughs> someday my husband's gonna review us <gasps> someday Apparently he's writing us a novel, which he's gonna run. He's gonna win a Pulitzer for. Let's just get it there. Anyways, oh man. Ugh. So like, they meet, and then they end up like bumping into each other on the street. Like minutes later, he spills his juice all over her. He takes her back to his house so she can like change her shirt or whatever the heck. I was <laughs> or I'm, whatever the heck. And then she comes back in and she kisses him. I know. He, what did he say? He was like, it was nice to meet you. Surreal, but surreal, nice. Surreal, but nice. And then she closes the door and he's like, and he's like surreal, but nice. I know. What kind of crap was that? <laughs> she comes back and kisses him and he's like, I'm really sorry about the surreal, but nice. <laughs> it's funny. It was so we haven't even talked about Spike yet. He has his roommate. Oh. Who's a total idiot. Yeah. Like, and why did they keep putting his feet in the frame? They were so dirty. dirty. Gross. Like, and his hair is yellow. Yeah, not no. a fan. I don't even... Ugh. Yeah. What? I don't know how he lives with them. No. And I certainly don't know how he gets so lucky later in the movie. So No. Because Mr. Hugh Grant ends up, like, asking her out. Well, yeah. And she's like, you know, whatever. And then she calls from the Ritz. 
and he's talking with Spike on the roof and was like, do you have any messages for me? And he's like, oh, I wrote some down, but some of the others I didn't. And he's like, okay, well, what were the other ones? And he's like, your mom, and then this girl named Anna, and she also said, like, she has another name, but I don't remember it. So it's like, what was the point of that? Because obviously she was using a code name because celebrities, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, he forgets it, but yeah. then he calls the Ritz and he's trying to like scramble. And then all of a sudden Spike is like Flintstones. I think it was something Flintstones. And it works. And it works. Yeah. But whatever. I guess Spike, you're so dumb. And she invites him to a thing and, oh. he, and he, then he goes, <laughs> but before that, what would your fake names be? Because she says she always uses like Disney cartoons, cartoons or Disney characters or something. No, she said cartoons. cartoons. And so I thought, hmm, what would I do? I can't be Anastasia Beaverhausen every time. No, you can't. Or Savannah. <laughs> Those are always my chosen fake names. Uh, I guess I guess the I rule is that it has to be longer than my name. <laughs> yeah, apparently it needs to be 30 letters. Yeah. I don't know what I what my fake name would be to be honest. I've never thought about really? it. Really? Yeah, no. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, food for thought for you. I'm glad you have yours. Well, I I just thought that's kind of fun. That what, is fun. What would it be? Those are the fun things about being famous. <laughs> In my mind, ooh, I get to have fake names. <laughs> you, you know what? If you're famous and you're listening to this, let us know if you even get to choose your own name. I bet your manager or your head of security chooses that name. Yeah, and I bet you probably don't get to have as much fun with it because we would it's guess. It's probably something like ones. Sarah Johnson. You John know, Doe. John <laughs> Doe. Ted Bundy. <laughs> Yes! We could do different serial killers. Perfect. The FBI will lock Never! No one will ever know! <laughs> They'll never be on this. Oh, he he goes to the Ritz, and they're having like a press meeting about her new movie, and this guy's like, what magazine do you work for? And he looks down, and there's horses and hounds. Yeah, because like, he like looks at a stack of magazines. Because <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. No, and he's like, I work for horses and hounds. Horse and hounds? Whatever, it's... He's endearing. That's whatever. Yeah. Um, and they have, like, another meet cute. And yeah, it's whatever. It's basically, like, he has to pretend that he's in a magazine, but he didn't even know he was going to have to do that. So he ends up getting to see her personally. Right. And then and he asks her out. She's like, I can't. And then he has to go interview the other actors. Yeah. And he gets called back in, and she's like, I canceled my plans. Yeah. And he's like, well, crap, it's my sister's birthday. Yeah. And she says, well, that's okay. I'll come as your date. Yeah. And he's like, what? Oh, to okay. my little sister's birthday party. Him and his little sister were so cute. Yes. They gave me about time vibes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're all British. And you almost wonder if about time kind of pulled a little inspo from Notting Hill. Mm-hmm. Because it did have. It did. Because the sister was similar. Mm-hmm. She's cute. She was pumpkin. Yeah. But everyone, of course, freaks out. They're like, yes. This movie How would you house. not? If, if you're having a birthday party... And you show up to your own party, and your brother brought home no, I Brad said, Pitt? I like, go, Michael, this is like if Andrew showed up with Beyonce. Yeah, you'd be like, like, like what is happening? And you're trying to be cool. My favorite favorite was the stockbroker who didn't recognize did. it. I wrote that down. Which, <laughs> she probably enjoyed it. You don't watch Downton Abbey, but what you don't know is that's Lord Grantham. Lord Grantham, Grantham stole, like strolls into the house, and I'm like, wait... This is 20 years ago. He was so cute. What, like, is this, is that how much you age in 20 years? Oh, that's a bummer. Shooketh. Like, 
granted, he was 35. I looked all this up. This is where the 1999 comes in. Because he shows up, and I'm like, how old was he here? Oh, 35. Okay, well, that's five years older than me. But then it's only been 20 years since this movie. I was like, there's no way he's only 55. He's like 65. Turns out he's 55. And I was like, well, life rode him hard because... Or they're putting on a lot of makeup for his... <sighs> maybe. Maybe they're making him look old. Right. I don't know. Anyways, he was a little punkin. And I can't wait for you to finally watch Downton Abbey so yeah. you can do all the Downton Abbey Someday. Weddings. Someday. It's so good. I have so many movies to watch. I don't know if I'll ever get to watch shows again. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not complaining. No, we're going to get in. <laughs> we're going to get it. Someone write in. That we needed to do Downton Abbey weddings, <laughs> so she will start watching Downton Abbey. Well, as soon as I actually, as soon as I finish Mindhunter season two, then I'm pretty much available show. for a show because okay, I perfect finishing up The Office. So okay, perfect because I want so badly to one day discuss with you my favorite Lord Grantham moment. Okay, ever. Okay, but I can't talk about. Well, it. you can just put a little pin in that. And I will we'll come back to I will it. save it. <laughs> but yeah, he shows up and he's like, he doesn't. He knows who Anna is. Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't realize, realize that was her. Yeah. And he's like, I felt like it was very similar to what can happen in our, on a smaller scale, yeah, in our way industry, smaller scale. because there'll be people who are like, oh, photographers, is there any money in that? Everybody's a photographer. My uh -huh. kid, you know, my next door neighbor picked up a camera last weekend and now she's shooting uh -huh. this and your exact face is like, yeah, mm -hmm, cool. Yeah, yeah I get perfect. it. And then, and then they're like, you made any money in that? Uh -huh. Or they're like, uh, do you have an Instagram? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, yeah. And then you just walk away. And then they're like, oh, oh, like you're. You're oh, good at your you're job. Actually, okay. Wow. Well, oh, yep. well, what do you? How did you? And then it's like, man. But I loved her. Like, oh yeah, mm -hmm, uh -huh, yeah, yeah, it's hard. I and think. it is. He wasn't wrong. Everything he said is right. Yeah. It's not like, it's not the norm for people to make it that big in, right. in that industry. It's true. Well, and he's like, how much money did your last film make? She's like, fifteen million. And he's like, that's good, eh? That's oh, yeah, pretty good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to just take some. I'll take, I'll take a fifteenth of that. Yes, I loved her yeah. her body language of like, it was nice. Yeah, I'm always down for those moments yeah. where, especially when a woman gets to be like, yeah, I actually do very fine for myself. Absolutely, she deserves it. She, she worked does. really hard. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's the same night they play. Who's got it? Who's yes, got worse for the brownie. And that's when they do the brownie game, mm -hmm. which I think when we have our uh, anniversary uh, birthday party, which is not a birthday or an anniversary party at all. Anniversary I'm sorry. Anniversary day. Goodness. Let's try this again. When we have our sleepover or lock-in or whatever we decide to call it, uh, crash party, whatever we do, we should totally have the brownie game. I think we should totally, we need to, we're gonna have to go back through all the episodes and flag every single thing we said we wanted to do with this thing. Cause it's just gonna be, we're gonna have to Leslie nope this thing and have a schedule. <laughs> we are. And I think we're gonna have to keep it kind of intimate. Probably. Because, like, like how many people. brownies are we going to make? I'm not making That's a lot brownies. of people to That's talk to. a lot of batter to. to lick. Yeah. That is a lot of <laughs> eggs raw to eat. Listen, they're safe. Get over it. I do it all the time. Me too. Me too. What is a childhood if your mom doesn't let you lick the bowl? Yeah. We could do pockets of ten people with the brownies, and they could do their own little... Maybe. We'll just see. It's how happening. We'll see how they go. <laughs> but we start to see their, like, whole relationship, like, slowly begin to play out mm -hmm. and one of my favorite scenes he's like late for a date with her and he cannot find his prescription glasses <laughs> anywhere he's like spike can you find my glasses he's like i haven't seen them blah blah leaves the house spike was obviously sitting on them because he's worthless and then you pan over and you see julia watching a movie in the movie theater she looks so happy and then you get to hugh and he's wearing these prescription like scuba goggles <laughs> 
Seth. It's so cute. Seth broke his glasses once and he had sports goggles. Oh my um, gosh. I didn't let him get uh, contact lenses until he was a little older and I think that was the right call because he still has issues with them. But he, when he broke his glasses, would just when he really needed to see, he'd be walking around with his sports goggles and I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> I just think you are on a date with one of the world's biggest movie stars and you can't find your glasses so you know my only option is these goggles and because he values himself and he's not ashamed of his needs he wore the goggles instead of watching the movie blurry and saving face yeah. and that would had to have been so attractive to her because that's so attractive to me yeah yeah like, and it made her just get to feel human yeah because she doesn't get that she wasn't like her emote like her own judgments weren't being put ahead of someone else's needs and mm-hmm. like i just thought it was so so endearing so cute and she looks at him and thinks it's adorable because it was it was and so cute he, and he walks her back to the ritz wait not yet right they go to dinner yes they go to dinner sushi which immediately made me want sushi yeah me too. like you talk about sushi i want sushi i had a poke bowl last night so it wasn't so bad but yeah and and so they're sitting there eating dinner and they overhear these dudes kind of start to talk about her her and other actresses and like what's great about them what's bad about them and of course at first it's kind of cute and they're enjoying it like oh they love me and blah 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 and then it takes a turn Mm -hmm. and you just get so i get so angry during this scene because i'm like so they were able to make a scene about this because it's commonplace yep because it happens all the time yep all the time if you're a man... Especially and, in... It was worse in 99. Oh, for sure. Golly, 99 was almost 20 years ago. Yeah. 99 was 20 years ago. It's 2019. <laughs> Seth will be 20 in December. <laughs> but, okay, regardless of your gender, when we get into groups where we're just hanging out with people who are female or male or, you know identify with those groupings you get so comfortable to just talk about people of the opposite gender like they don't matter and yes. like their feelings don't matter yes. and that they're not human and they're just objects and that's what they start to do and i get so angry listening to them they objectify her they over sexualize her yes like here's the and deal. she has to hear that she has to listen to it that's rough like men i love her come back to them eventually I do too. anyways but i'm like <laughs> objectifying a woman and over-sexualizing her when with, when you're with your bros is proof that you can't handle her. Mm-hmm. That you're not man enough for her anyways. Because right. if you ever want a woman of substance or that has any clout or like we all have value. If you want a woman who's going to value you, you have to value her first. Oh, for sure. And that goes the other way too. Yes. Ladies. That's what I was going to say is I'm not going to lie. I know there's been a few times that I've been flustered with feeling and seeing really for the first time in my life in the last couple of years how much a difference there really is in being a man and a woman in business. Mm-hmm. And there are times that I have to remind myself that we actually can also yeah put men in a box. Right. In a little work wise, but certain but we as women don't typically do that sexually. That's just what no, men do. Yeah, we but we do you know, but no, that was awful. Yeah, and I, I just, like to think it doesn't happen as much now. Like that yeah. age of man in today's time would hopefully be a little bit better, but probably not a lot. I also I think that there's a, a comfort, comfort level for the next. Yes. Yeah, I think there's a comfort level that happens when you've got drinks going and you're with your your friends. And but you would think hopefully the level that they took it would have been like at home, right? Not in a public place. A nice, 
but public place. What's so sad is you, the reason you can get so mad watching that is because you know that that's real. Yes. So it's just frustrating. Well, I mean, and we've had chats about things that even we've heard just working at weddings. Right. It's amazing the things that men have said to me. Like, I you're know. just like, like, are you kidding wow. me? Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Totally a human here. Nice to meet you. Thanks for talking to me. But what way. does she say? So first <laughs> Hugh gets upset and goes over. Which I loved. Yes. I love a man He's who like, will defend a woman's honor. Yeah. He says to her, that's it. I can't take it anymore. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. And I was like, yes. Go, go. Do it. Do it. Do it. Mm -hmm. Why not? Don't hit him. Don't go to jail. No. But say what you need to say. He walks over there and he doesn't even make mention that she's there. He's just like, that's... What, a, what is There's this? a song in my head. I'm trying she's not to doing it. a dance move. He walks over there. He doesn't even make mention that, like, she's here. I'm on a date with her. You guys are No, he doesn't. He just says, like, y'all should talk. Y'all should watch the way you're talking about her. Like, that's a human and you, you've you crossed a line and all this stuff. And then they basically are, like, calling him, a like, a pansy. Which, I mean, if just some random dude came up. If we, like, let's just say you and I are, like, Chris Pratt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not that and we so would ever, came over and ever told us we were that. objectifying. Yes, it. we'd be like, okay. okay. <laughs> but the things they said were derogatory. They were. It's different than just we being don't say like derogatory thing. It's different than just being like dead ass. Yeah, you know that's true because that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about the way she would like yeah. it in bed mm -hmm. and all the things she would do because yes. she's obviously yeah. a slut. Yeah, and like no, which is not obvious. No, she's so classy. Whatever. So. She, she she's like let's go they don't realize it's her and then she's like think you didn't have to do that blah 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 and then she realizes like she said oh, that wasn't even worth it and she's like actually yes it is and she turns around mm -hmm. and walks back and they are like shooketh super sweet like oh, 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 oh. Mm -hmm. and then she's like oh you know what don't worry about it blah blah it being so nice yeah blah, blah, blah. and then she says what she says Something about all of their penises are the size of peanuts anyway. <laughs> She's like, I'm sure all of your dicks are the size of peanuts anyways. And yeah. And she just like, mic drop, mm -hmm. walk out. But then she's super freaking out because she can't behave that way because... Says, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I shouldn't have said oh, that. Oh, it's going to be all over the news. It's going to be all over... And it's, that's another area where you're really bummed to know that like, you can't stick up for yourself. You can't have an opinion. You can't... Because then the media can misconstrue. The right. media in this movie, it was very apparent that the media is controlling her life and preventing her happiness. Yeah. And it's a real bummer. And I even found myself going, the media in 99, it was the media. It was the paparazzi. It was right. TMZ. It was, you know, all these talk shows and everything. And all of that is still happening. But now it's amplified because we also have the normal Joe Schmo with their iPhones and Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And they literally cannot escape more than ever before. Right. No, you're what surrounded by like media in 20 all the time. Years? Well, and then you also have to realize too, I mean, even on a really small scale, even like a high school girl with a thousand followers is technically a celebrity or 6,000 followers, whatever it is, is technically a celebrity in her circle. And she can't be in a safe place when mm -hmm. she goes to lunch with her friends during a school day. Yeah. Like, because of social media, like, none of us are ever really in a position where we can yeah. just relax. And what does that, like, look like when that is what you're born into? Yeah. What does it look exhausting. like in 20 years? Yes. And so this is something that, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the, the podcast, but I was recently, there's a lot, but I was recently in Abaco. I left early to escape the hurricane. Mm -hmm. I'm extremely devastated by what happened over mm -hmm. there. 
I cry probably almost every day. Right. I haven't even been able to post about it on my social. And I can't even post any of the beautiful pictures of my vacation because it just makes me feel terrible. Right. So, but one thing that I learned by talking to empty nesters there and on the plane is that our children, their brains are developing till they're 25, right? Mm -hmm. But at no point have they had any actual rest right. because they have their phones and their tablets and their TVs and their games. And then they're all riddled with anxiety and insomnia mm -hmm. because their brain is used to getting so much information at once and it hasn't actually had any real rest. Yeah, it never what has shutdown time. What does that look like later? And so every person I spoke to whose kid has anxiety, which made me feel better. Yeah. Because, you know, when you don't have someone to talk to, you feel like you're the only one. And then to find out that everybody else that I've talked to is having the same issue. Right. I know my son's going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. But man, whew, yeah, it's I don't lot. know how to help. Well, and that's the thing with so much of like these new social norms is that like we are, we're at the beginning of it. And we won't see how this plays out for for many years. Yeah. So to hear something like uh, moms of 20-year-olds being able to reconcile with their kid always having to be turned on, and that's why they have anxiety. And to hear that for a new mom, a newish mom who has a toddler, yeah, I can be like, okay, well, that's even more ammunition for what we want to do to help protect and simple. safeguard her brain. And yeah. I was talking with another photographer on Instagram the other day. She has an 11 year old and she was wearing this fierce outfit to go see Hamilton. And I commented and I was like, she looks amazing. They're starting her, her own account. And she was like, but she's 11. We could completely say no, you can't have an Instagram or we can set it up for her. And every time she posts or replies to comments or messages, she has to be sitting next to us. So it's only activated on her mom's phone. She has her Instagram. She was like, yeah. we're going to keep her safe. We want her to know how to use these tools, mm -hmm. but we're going to teach her how to be responsible and use them correctly. And I'm like, okay, yes to that. And also like, yes to being like, you know what? It's hot as balls outside and I'm a grown woman and I don't really feel like riding a bike, but my six-year-old deserves to have a childhood. Oh, for and sure. We're going to go ride bikes. Yep. Like, yeah. And with Seth, we would do contracts like, you know, we're going to get you a phone. We want you to have it, but this is the rules and we're going to have a contract and you're going to read over it and you're going to sign it and smart. you're going to agree and you're going to be responsible. And then we realize you weren't ready. We're going to take that away smart. and when you can earn it back. And then he did. And there's always going to be issues you run into because right. those issues are going to happen no matter yeah. what this device or no device. Right. But, um, yeah, that's the, the anxiety that, that the kids are having. It's, you know, I mean, it's hard, but. They didn't have, Seth didn't have devices when he was your daughter's age. Right. And he also doesn't have any social media. Right. So keep that in mind. My son has zero social media, so I can't even imagine if he did. Wow. Maybe he'd feel better, actually. I don't know. I don't know. Because maybe he'd feel connected. Maybe. Because he doesn't feel connected. But you so, know what? But I don't know. The other kids don't feel connected either. That's There's true. no real connection if you're just like double tapping something. Yeah. No. But you guys should definitely double tap that subscribe button to this podcast. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Tangent but, uh, over, right? No? You got more? <laughs> no. No. I mean, I could talk about this all day. I know. It, I'm like... It troubles me for my own sanity. And, like, I just... I am legitimately fearful of what the next 30 years play out like. Yeah. Where social media is literally the overlord of everyone. I know. It's the overlord lord of our government right now. I like, mean, I all like, the way down to small, like, I, level. Oh, I can't. It's a lot. I love it. And I hate it. Like, I went on vacation to my favorite place in the world yeah. where we honeymooned, like I said, Abaco. I did not post... I was there for seven or I eight days. I just got chills even thinking about the rest of the sentence. 
You didn't even I didn't post, post a single thing. I have goosebumps. Did you notice that? I didn't post yeah, on my I wall. Noticed. I didn't post on my story. I know. I it's had all the, the time in the world. Should be. I wasn't. <laughs> it's the way a vacation should be. Yeah. That was amazing. But now that entire island is completely devastated. Greatest people ever. Like when you're driving in your little golf cart or in your car and you pass somebody, they honk and wave to every single person. They all know each other. Like for example, the waitresses and the like hostesses and everybody that's putting on all the events know all of the people there because they all go back for vacation every year wow. for decades. So because they of we those, were new. because of those very same reasons, that is exactly why they will be okay. Yes. They will. It'll be okay. I recently saw somebody say, all of us that go there all our lives for vacation will give you everything we have. Yeah. <laughs> well, and those people obviously have connection and they have community and those are the things that help to propel. Well, we should all donate and maybe we should probably go over there and help rebuild, right? Probably. And hang out on the beach too. I mean, okay. <laughs> Don't have to tell me twice. Fine, let's do it. Oh gosh. But yeah, so her, her anxiety is real and it's controlled by media. And they go to the hotel. Yes, now he walks her back to the Ritz. And she's like, give me five minutes. Do, no, she says, do you want to come up? Yes. And he says, there's probably a lot of reasons I shouldn't. Right. Because he did kind of feel like he just pushed her into doing something she felt bad about. Right. And she's like, do you want to come up? And then he's like, just stares at her and she's like, give me five minutes. <laughs> so he gives her five minutes. Heck yes. <laughs> yeah. And then she opens the door and she's still like fully in her normal clothes. Yeah, what was that five like, minutes for? what were for? you doing? Right? She's just still like in her normal clothes. I was totally we call expecting that a, some sexiness. We call that a tease. Yeah. <laughs> but then, Jack Donaghy. I know! Freaking is there. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I know. He's totally not Jack Donaghy because this guy's a turd face. Oh, but he's still so cute he's with those so big blue eyes. He's handsome. And, and his smile is still hard not to feel warm. Even even when he's trying to be a jerk, you're like, shut up. Shut up. You're so cute. Stop it. But she's like, my boyfriend is here. Yeah, he, he immediately me. kisses her on the cheek and says, it feels so good to get to do that. I know. Because they were in public and had to uh, But no, you can't do that. Because what? She has a boyfriend. Boyfriend. I was very upset with her. There was like, no mention of said boyfriend. Ha- well, he just went to bat for you at a restaurant for all these dudes and you actually right. are on a date with another man when you have a boyfriend. Exactly. And Michael's like, well, I guess because of the way media was then, he didn't know. And he, or the only reason he didn't know is because he didn't read tabloids. Oh, yeah. Also, the area code rule. Different area code. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time you've sung that song oh, on our podcast. <laughs> I don't actually believe this rule, Jesse, so it's fine. Yeah. Because we're but in a different like, area code right now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> But yeah, so, I mean, like, because he, Jack even asked him to, like, take out the trash. Oh, it was so he awkward. Him he's like a concierge. It's like. I'm just sitting here thinking, on my way to this hotel, I'm on a date with, like, the most beautiful and famous girl ever, wondering what I did to deserve this in right. my store, making no money, just living my life out of happiness and struggling. And then I open a door and now I am the other man. The trash guy. I'm less than. I'm less than even just a person. Like, yeah. what a total shit show. I mean, shocked to the system in the worst way. Like, you just became pretty unattractive there, Ooh. girlfriend. Yeah. I'm shocked. I mean, you have to assume that she thought that he knew. That's not his responsibility. It's not. No, she should that. No, it's not. But, but I guess she should assume that everybody knows everything about her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he brings that news to his sister, and she's like, didn't you know? <laughs> he's like, well, I don't read that crap. She's like, everyone reads this. He's like, not me. Yeah. And so he didn't know. Yeah. So I'm assuming that Anna probably thought he knew, but still, like, maybe you should talk about it, but 
whatever. Yeah. Yep. Really bad. But she doesn't, and then all of a sudden the next morning, or maybe not the next morning, but seems like the next morning, she's knocking on his door. Yeah, because she, they broke up, and she's like, there's not a safe space. Oh, no, they didn't break up. Uh, some photos leaked of her. That from like a photo shoot a that photo was shoot. videoed, and it just It was like a sexy bad. photo shoot that they're also having to be video, which basically makes it look like she did a porno. Nowhere safe for her. Yeah. So she comes to his house thinking mm-hmm. that's the best spot. Yeah. Um, I did have a laugh out loud moment before this where (laughs) Spike is asking him, like, what's wrong with him, though? And he's like, I was seeing a girl, and it's basically a Pandora's box. Like, I don't really know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And Spike goes, I once knew a girl named Dora. Never got to see her box, though. (laughs) (laughs) It, like, took me a second, and I was like, what is he talking about? Pandora's box? This guy's an idiot. I love him. That is cute. Also hate him. So yeah, she shows up. She's like, there was nowhere for me to go. And what I thought was like the span of a week of them spending time together was just a day. It was just a day. Wow. Because he's like, do you want some tea or a bath? She's like, a bath would be lovely. Yeah. They do all this hanging out inside the house. I literally thought it had been a week. Wow. And then they go upstairs just like, this has been the most lovely day. And I was like, that was just one day. Y'all are productive people. Seriously. Teach me how you got that much done in one day, please. Oh, man. I don't know. I wouldn't want to get that much done in one day, but. You know, it's whatever. Mm. So they end up, like, being intimate. And they have this beautiful chemistry. They mm-hmm. wake up, he makes, she makes him breakfast. They have these sweet moments together. And you're like, they're perfect for one another. They're so cute. And then the doorbell rings. And Hugh opens it, or William opens the door. And it's like 300 paparazzo. Like, yeah, it's a lot. So it's so many. intense. And then she comes down and she's like, who is it? Yeah. And he's so shell-shocked. Oh, he that can't he tell her. And then she opens the door. Like, Michael goes, don't let her open it. He, like, yells it at him. And I'm like, how did you let her open the door? She opens the door. She's still in, like, his dress shirt. They take pictures of her. And then she loses her mind. Yeah. Like, loses it. Flips she really does. her shit. A little much. And he's even like, I think we can calm, calm down. down. Like, it's not that crazy. And she's like, that's because this is your first time. I've been doing this for like, 10 years. Like, that's your perspective. You, you have no know. idea. And, he, and that's true. Yeah. I'm sure that it's a trigger for her at this yeah, point. Absolutely. Because she can't escape all this crap all the time. One thing I did think about at that scene was, like, you if the doorbell rings now, you don't just go, oh, go get that. The doorbell rings and we freeze in place and we're like, are you expecting somebody? Yeah. Who is this? What is this? Why is anyone at our house? Who's here? Look at this thing. Do we want to answer? Yeah. No, I think there's Well, now you can be like, let me look at my Apple Watch. Yeah. Oh, it's UPS. Yeah. Like, you just don't, you don't answer the door. Which, I mean, are we getting so, (sighs) this is a huge tangent in and of itself, so feel free to shut it down. But it's like, we drive home, we pull into our garage, we close the door. The doorbell rings, we don't even, our first inclination isn't to answer it. Right. It's to make sure that we want to have a conversation with this person. Like, how much are we really, like, closing ourselves off? A lot. From the world. Which, yeah. is that more dangerous than being open to the world and observing it? Uh, yeah, over time. Because the people that need validation and attention when they won't get it might be the people that you don't want to answer the door for but would have been fine if they had that connection right yeah I mean, it's like Scary. our neighbors uh, super nice people but like i'll be outside they pull into their garage they close the door and i'm like if i had a like a super close relationship with these people which i do try to do and we had an emergency i would feel comfortable running over there and inconveniencing them but at this point 
it might feel like a hassle. I would do it anyways if someone was dying, obviously. But it's like you wonder how much our isolationism as a society is almost making things more unsafe. Yeah. It's... I don't know, it's crazy. So crazy. Just maybe it's so much. It's so much. Like I wouldn't let Emmy open the door. No, no. absolutely not. No. I used to teach Seth that we played hide and seek when the door rang. That's funny. That's really <laughs> because funny. he would open the door for for anyone. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Apparently, for all well, I mean, you know, for all the people that were promoting churches that would want to come in and talk to you about oh, God. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I but didn't. Also, but I, I, I know God. I know. Yeah, and I have a church, so I would be like, man, this is going to be a long time to chat with somebody and feel like I'm turning them down when in reality we're like I, on the same page. We already know everything. So, anyways, hi, yeah. Zeke. <laughs> That's funny. Problem solved. Anyway, it's just something to think about. But yeah, yeah, so she loses her mind. They yep. lose touch. Mm-hmm. Um, His dreams are crushed, and she bails. His and friends try and set him up with other women. Yeah, he meets the perfect girl. Yeah. Which is actually like she's in Mary Poppins. Love yeah. her so much. Yeah. This is when we find out the first wife left. That's when we find out that his best friend married his best friend. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You know, I also put, so then he's just on with his life, right? Yeah, he's moving and along. She shows up in his bookstore. Wait. Right? No, no. His friend is like, you mm. actually don't seem happy. Oh, yes. Yeah. The ma- uh, newspaper, he tells. Lord Grantham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, she's here. She's filming a movie. I thought you should know. Blah, blah, blah. We also find out like one of his other friends opened a restaurant and it failed. Yes. Like, all these things. They're having another pity party. He's like, no, I'm really fine. Then Lord Grantham. <laughs> He's like, that's not his Are name you? in the movie. He's <laughs> uh, like, she's here. Here's the newspaper. Here's her location. He goes to visit her on yes. set. She lets him on. They give him some headphones so he can like have an immersive experience watching her film. But he hears her tell her co-star that the man who's here to visit her isn't a big deal. So that hurts his feelings. He leaves. She tracks him down at his, at his bookstore. Gives him this present. Tells him not to open it. And this is when we have the emotional... Like he's like... She's trying to re- reconcile with him. And he's like, I don't think I can. I don't think you can break my heart again. I won't recover. And, like, you'll get to move on because you won't ever have to think about me. But if you break my heart, I have to see your face everywhere. Yeah. And having... Because you said that he went to go listen to her, right? And he hears her say... Yes. You know what I was thinking that whole time when he's walking away? Huh. (laughs) If he don't love you anymore, then walk your fine ass out that door. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. I was I like, you're fine, Hugh, just Lizzo it. it. I'm like, Hugh, toss that hair. Toss that good hair. The whole time I was like, oh, all I hear is Lizzo. And I'm like, you need to get a little pep in that step, leaving her. You need to blow up a big ass in the background. Feeling good as hell. Shake Sorry. that booty up and down. <laughs> so I was like, there's good to leaving. <laughs> But he does leave. He values he himself. He's like, he does. you don't care about me? I know. I don't care about I you. I saw his eyes and was like, oh. oh. I was like, you have to get up and leave. I would have gone, I have to get up and leave. I, I can't just sit I here. Ha- I'm not going to watch this. I don't. No. Thanks. No. You're right. Why am I here? Yeah. Even though she is doing a film with better dialogue, which they had discussed when he was practicing yes. lines with her. He was and like, there are horses. There are horses. <laughs> horses and hounds. 
Uh, yeah, he leaves anyways. She goes to his shop. She brings a present. He's like, I can't date you because if you break my heart, I'll see your face all the time and you won't have to think about me. I know. Having been in a friendship breakup where the friend got famous and I have to hear about mm, her all the time. That's true. Totally does suck. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel you, Hugh. I feel you, boo. <laughs> and then she's like, the most famous line oh, from the movie. Oh, it's Do it. So good. Do it. But I'm what just, if I'm just a girl standing, standing in front of, of a guy asking, asking him to, to love her? her. She does say boy. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Boy. She says, I'm and just she's a girl crying, standing in front of a boy. Doing that Julia Roberts smile yes. cry. And I'm like, Like, yes. keeping it together. Ugh. And her face turns red. And that vein pops yes. out. And you're like, you're so real. And then her and her flip-flops. I know. Flippity-floppity <laughs> out the door. That was the day of the... That was the decade I, I of know. the flip-flops, And though. I was like, we look so dumb. <laughs> they pan down on her outfit. And they start at the top. And I'm it's like, like okay. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Whoa. Flip-flops. That don't go together. No. What is that? You're not at the beach, girl. I mean... Junior high, you're in like, hell. I need to go to Old Navy and spend five dollars for five pairs of flip flops, and I better pick out the perfect colors. And I know those are white, and they're gonna look disgusting, but they're gonna be real cute for one day. <sighs> Worth my dollar, anyways. I love she leaves. Yes, and then his friends come over and they're telling him he's like, "This was the right thing to do, right?" And they're like, "Yes, yes, yes, totally yes, the right yes, thing. yes, yes." His idiot roommate comes Spike in, walks who's in. totally now with his sister. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you idiot!" And you they're like, "No, oh, no, it's good." Yeah, you wake up. And, like oh no gay oh, well, that's a problem well they are still and then, they're still team him until yes. he says and then he says well she said this line because she's an actress but she said what if I'm just, just a girl, girl standing, standing in front of a boy, boy asking, asking him to love her, her. and they're and all like, like you made a horrible mistake and then they get the car and just scream they and argue they all pile into the smallest car Lord Grantham's behind the wheel <laughs> I love it and he's stuck oh no Lord Grantham's not, not behind the wheel his best friend's behind the wheel that's right I love that he's stuck oh yeah the, that married mm-hmm. and he stops and he's like James Bond would never put up the shit. James Bond would never put up the shit. I also love that the girl, uh, his ex girlfriend in the wheelchair, was like, "I'm, I'm fine. I'm not gonna come." And, he, and her husband was like, "You're coming." And he goes around and he picks her up out of her wheelchair and loads her into the car and makes Spike get in the, get in the trunk. Like I love that he was like, <laughs> she was never an inconvenience for him. I know. Ever. And then I love that Spike got out and directed traffic. <gasps> I was like, did Spike? Just redeem himself for the whole movie. He did. I looked at Michael and I was like, he's a good friend. And he then is. Long pause sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he might not be the best or super but traditional, but he will run into oncoming traffic for you. Good. Yeah. In the, deep in the soul. Where yeah. it matters. Yeah. Just needs like, traffic. And you know what? His friend was like, you should probably wash your clothes or maybe your body or hair sometime. And that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. So they're all like coming to chase her down. They eventually find her at a press conference. They have to go through some loopholes to get there, but they get to, to the press conference. Yes. And everyone's asking her all these questions, and one guy's like, how long are you in London? And she's like, I actually leave, I immediately. leave tonight. I have a, a flight tonight. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's Hugh's turn, or William's turn, to ask a question, and he's basically, you know, roundabout being like, so tell us about that guy. Like, would you ever forgive him if he got down on his knees and said he was an idiot? Would you ever consider going back out with him? She's like, yes, I would. And then she asks her publicist to make the first guy ask his question again about how long she's going to be there, and then she changes her answer to indefinitely. Yeah. And you're like, oh. I, so like he's standing there and this and cute he, pink shirt. I know. His Beautiful eyes like just salmon, popping. of course, with the blue. Seth, wear salmon. Helps For your real. blue eyes. So the guy that asks, You were in a t shirt, it was a scandal, would you no? And then he immediately puts his hand up and you can tell by the look on his face that he doesn't even know he's doing it. And he, he doesn't can't know control what he's it. Say. And he's just like, Oh my god. This is I'm just doing it. And it reminded me of when he very first saw her, because we actually didn't say this, when he very, very, very first saw her. Uh-huh. 
He was in the house uh-huh. when he cleaned up her shirt at the beginning of the movie. He was like, because I don't know if I'll ever get to say this. I just have right. to tell you, you're heavenly. Right. So. <laughs> I was like, I go, did he just call her heavenly? And yeah, it was so yeah. quick. It wasn't yeah. too awkward. It was yeah. just like, you're heavenly. Here's the door. Yeah, bye. You know, bye. I just have to say it. So it was kind of like that. It yeah. was like, oh, I don't have any control. Oh, okay. This is and that was me. perfect. It and was But perfect. she also just immediately on a dime was like, I guess I live here now. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> indefinitely. But I mean, at one point, uh, after their night together, she did, he did mention something about her marrying him or something. And yes. she was like, okay. You know, so, you know, whatever. But, um... Then we flash to... And then... Their wedding. Their wedding! And then the red carpet. And then they're pregnant. And then the movie ends. I know! I like it when they... I like to see it all. I like to see all the things. It would have been a five-hour movie and we would have been pissed off. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm glad it was a... I want oh, to see all the things, like but the I need it fast. I don't oh, need to okay. see... I, I get like, it. Please don't make me go... <laughs> no! Please. Please like, don't make me watch... I can't put up with any more Notting Hill 90s too. music. <laughs> Oh, and the 90s clothes and stuff were just like, there were things that I was like, But wait. he consistently looked great. Yeah, he did. He was timeless. Men do a good job of just wearing t-shirt and jeans all and the time. Julia's wearing flip-flops. Oh, but the gift she gave him was the original painting yes. of a print he had hanging in his house. Yeah. Like, the original. It was, yep. a, it was Degas, yeah. I think. And I was like, that oh, was like, my oh boy. word. And oh I think that's boy. when she knew they were meant to be, too. Yes. she was like... And he, you like you have that in your house? And his best friend was like, "Is that the original?" And he's like, "I think so." It is, which is wild. You're like, "Oh snap!" Okay. Um. Yeah. So should we talk about the wedding? I think we should talk about the wedding. Okay. You ready? I am. Loved it. <sighs> Location. Yes, that garden with the pool or the fountain or that whatever fountain that was. Thing, I and was that into it. Modestly sized tent. Mm-hmm. Michael goes, that can't be the tent where they have in the... And I was like, I see a dance floor. Yeah. That's their tent. Yeah. I loved it. That's all you need. I loved the pastels. I loved that, like, the color theory of the wedding, like, spilled over it into the, what the guests were wearing, mm-hmm. too. And, like, there are some people who, I mean, like, you're going to go shoot a wedding this weekend where you've been asked to wear cream and the it's guys true. been asked to wear navy. It's true. And that might feel, like, heavy, but I'm here to tell you. Looks so good. Brides, when you give Oof. your guests, a, like, a color scheme. It's so much more exciting. Oh, it looks so pretty. Do you know how fun it is to go shopping for something? Instead of, like, what do I want to wear to this yes. wedding? If you're like, you need to wear these colors. Yeah, wear something in this it's color so scheme. It's so much fun. Ugh. Well, and even Spike is wearing this, like, really pretty, like, Robin's egg had a baby with royal blue suit and I was just like the use of color is so so beautiful so it that really, was probably really, I loved it I, you know what else I really did love hmm. I loved her dress but okay. but but not so I don't know if she had a jacket it thing. was a cape thing okay I love capes the back of her dress. but I didn't love that cape no that cape but when made she, her look old it did but when she removed that that dress was that amazing. grandma and then all of a sudden it looked like it was like a light french blue with like this bow, bow in the back gave That's me nardos vibes i was yes. like yes yes but cape that cape, cape no. no that cape no. that thing in her hair so much no hail to the no is this our hated it i one two three hated it that shit in her hair <laughs> i i wrote tiara liz lemon eye roll <laughs> <laughs> we know how i feel about tiaras yeah we know we've discussed no. this well, some people love tiaras. I mean, did you see Big Bang Theory when... Um, some people love tiaras. I shot a celebrity's wedding where she wore a $3 million tiara. And it was amazing. 
And I mean, it was... But oh, this one in specific... I learned what an emerald garden is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was amazing, but also, like... Hers is hideous, though. It's Julia's? Like, she looks so dumb. She looks super dumb. Had the bun been higher? Yes. We maybe? know about... You know about that high bun. Yeah, if... Listen, if your hair is up and I can't see it see when I'm looking at the front you of just you... Ball, boo -boo. You, you just ball, boo-boo. You just ball. Mm-hmm. You just look, and now you just have like this. And if you're gonna wear a crown, wear a crown. Wear the crown. Go like be a Texan. Did. Go there. Go for a freaking crown. Yes. And that's why I could get behind it. Yes. I was like, agreed. This none has, of this has these decisions. No, no, no. If you're gonna wear the crown, wear the freaking crown. Does she look kind of like a penis? <laughs> I hope y'all heard the whisper, and if you didn't, rewind. Turn it back up. So, I just, I feel like she's so insanely gorgeous, and they surprisingly... She just asked if Julia looks like a penis. <laughs> Only in, specifically in this photo that with photo. the hairpiece and the angle. <laughs> you should post it. Here's the deal. Wearing hair accessories, they need to have a purpose, they need to have a moment, and they either need to be visible or they need to be discreet. Yes. Don't choose a middle ground. Yeah. I will also say that you should definitely consider having moments with and without it because it is absolutely yes. somebody that something that seems to be dated. Yes, I agree. Just honest. I agree. Don't wear it all As day. Somebody who Just like one you in her first wear wedding. a veil all day. Right. Don't wear your crown all yeah. day. Spice it up. Make it yeah. a, a part of the day. I absolutely but her, agree. But again, that, that dress. And you know what else I loved? Hmm. I actually loved their cake. It you was did? Like, I had a lot of questions about this cake. Okay, I mean, I don't... It has, like, a unicorn on the top. It was like a dragon playing a cello. Okay, maybe the, I went with the unicorn. Okay, I went with dragon. <laughs> <laughs> their friend made it. The guy whose restaurant failed. It mm. obviously seems like he's the one that made it. Because okay. his friend is taking pictures of him with it. Well... And he looks proud. I, I guess I just like it because it's different, and it's I see the same cake a over lot, and, over and, over. Um, and it's just nice to see something different. Without but the But it was caricature. like a pyramid with, like, balls and, like... That's totally a dragon. What you are mistaking for a horn <laughs> is a break in between those things back there. Maybe it's art, and I can make it what I want it No, to that's be a dragon. Jennifer, what if it is... Those are two horns. A unicorn. <laughs> Unicorns don't have claws. <laughs> you don't know. Unicorns are in the claws. They have hooves. They can have beautiful nails on their hooves. No, no. Have you seen one? Neither have you. But unicorns do not have claws. I know. You just ruined it. I don't like the cake anymore. Forget it. I like that it was unique. I do too. That's what I like. I just, I actually, you know what it was? It just actually stood out. I was like, wow, look at that cake. Yeah, whoa. Instead of being like, oh, let me go look for the cake. Had it had some type of tie-in to like, yes. maybe if it had, he, maybe if he had done a, a rendition of the painting on it or something. like. Do you think that it was supposed to like somehow like bring I, together like the zen of the, the I think fountain just, and like, the tent or no? We're I just trying really hard. set him loose. I think they were like, <laughs> do what you want. And I'm like, which is moderately terrifying. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's all of my notes on it. That's, I will say to if we were gonna we're gonna we're gonna revisit the tiara real fast, just just real fast. Okay. If you're gonna choose something that makes a statement like a tiara, have it plug in to something like something like yeah. I mean, she did get married in Notting Hill, so I guess true. there's that. But it's true. Other than that, I guess anytime you're making a statement and it's something you're wearing or something you choose to make an expense on, like tie it in somehow, like. Do emeralds because yes. they remind you of your mom, like yep. Leanne did. Or do a crown that the middle jewel was your grandmother's yeah. and you had it built, like made for that. Or, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, something that's a bold statement like that, please don't just, like, 
random. No. Yeah. No. Big, big decisions should all tie into the day somehow. Otherwise, it's like, as a photographer especially, tell me if you agree with this, when there's a huge artistic decision that doesn't seem to tie in with the rest of the day, as a photographer, it's really hard to make that cohesive. It really is. And that's, it's something we're certainly looking for, of right. course, because we want to tell your story. So. Right. I agree. Make the tiara make sense. Just like everything else. I mean, that's all we ever tell you. Make it make sense. It needs to make sense. Make it make sense. So who's your maid of honor? Maid of honor. Honestly, I think that my maid of honor is his sister or him. I can't decide, but it's, it's it might be him. I think he was his own best advocate yeah. in almost I think every he handled moment. it well. Well, and he even realized when he had made the wrong decision, he's the, he, re, yeah. he got to it on his own. It's not like they had to convince him. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think he was his own best advocate. Yeah. But also part of being his own best advocate has been surrounding himself with a really healthy friend group. It's, so they get honorable mention. They do. It's also been because he's... Did I just add an extra segment? Honorable mention? Honorable mention. Only when absolutely necessary. Yes, I'll but they deserve it. Because of the brownie. The brownie yeah. gets honorable mention. The br- the, the you know how I feel about sugar. sugar. It's been bringing people together since when you know it was a really created. good brownie. Starbucks. Oh, I was just there. Maggie and I shared one when we were in Estes Park for that engagement session, and I was like, "This brownie is a moo." <laughs> I don't care that I just saw it come out of a Ziploc from underneath that thing. So good. <laughs> I'll remember that. So good. It was chewy and fudgy, and not what you would expect from like. Starbucks. I want a brownie. Okay. Yeah, I'll check so it good. out. Skip all the rest of the baked goods and go for the brownie. Okay. So fine, good. I'll do it. I had a pumpkin loaf today. You did. You you white girled it up. Yeah. Somebody's in a mood. Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and who is your made of dishonor? Before I go oh, there, okay. I wanted to say another reason that I think that he's is, did such a good job being his own maid of honor, honor is because. He's lived so much life and had so much like tragedy True. because when you True. have been through some shit and you've been through the trenches, then it, you start to learn and realize that you have to be your own advocate yeah. because you can't rely on anybody else to take care of you. Right. So just, you know, if you happen to be maybe the person that's going through the hard times, I just want you to know there really is light at the end of the tunnel. Like absolutely, you're gonna be stronger and better for yourself. And of course, like we say, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you yeah, gonna love somebody else? So just remember like... It you, you gotta have ups and downs in order to enjoy those ups. So. Yeah, what I love so much for him is that we've seen a lot of different types of like coping mechanisms with grief throughout this entire like, podcast, and he seems to have decided that he's worth it and that his past doesn't define him, but he can use it to define what he wants to be. Yeah, and I love that for him. And me too. And he wasn't codependent because he had other women as options from his friends almost immediately. And he could have just codependently tied himself to one oh, absolutely. and just used that as his scapegoat. And instead he, did. he didn't. And that's, that's yeah. really a lot William's of strength. very healthy. He is very healthy. He will be able to help her out in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So who is your maid, maid of, of dishonor? dishonor? The paparazzi. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, the media, um, just, I don't understand you know, we've talked about how paparazzi in the media started out with yeah. the royals and trying to make them look good. And I get wanting to see the truth behind what people's lives are really like. But it, why does it have to be all the time? Right. And so aggressive. And why do we not? I mean, we just need to think about the fact that people are people. 
Yeah, they're humans, man. And also, like, who cares if we see you in a t-shirt of another man? I don't like, care. You're it's not, to do it's that. not my business. It's not my business. What you choose to do I might be like, me. what shirt is she wearing? You know? I want that shirt. It looks cozy. So, I mean, I just, and we talk about this all the time, but like, really, if you just love yourself, you're like, yeah, you know what? If you guys want to believe that I'm doing all this bullshit, then believe that. But right. for all you know, this could just be somebody who just took me in because he beat me and he let me sleep on his couch. Like, right. your brain will take you wherever you want, no matter what you see of me. It's true. It's true. So just be vulnerable. Be like, you guys... You want to know why I'm in this t-shirt? I, w- I feel like there would be a point where I would break and I would walk out to the paparazzi in a t-shirt and be like, you want to know why I'm in this t-shirt? Yeah. Because you guys just ruined my life and I'm trying to escape you and this and is the you. only nice person that I've met and I hate you. So take your stupid picture. Write all of this down. <laughs> Friends. I have so many other things I could say, but we don't want to keep you here forever. Or do we? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> But we have a brownie to go get at Starbucks, so... <laughs> Charles is officially on a mission. I will say we got uh, a new review this week, and we did exactly what we said. We took a picture, and we texted each other. We texted it to each other almost simultaneously. It was so cute. It was so great. So, like, I mean, literally, it's like you guys give us birthday presents every time you rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe. It will never get old. It's your birthday. We're going to rate and review you like it's your birthday. Do you know how many raps have gone through my head this week about... All the different things, like, with the rich subscribe and review. Your entire brain is just a music onslaught of lyrical composition. You mean lyrical gangster? (laughs) (laughs) On that note. Yes. Rate. (laughs) Subscribe. And review. And send all the things in because we love you and we want to hear all of your opinions. And all the things. Yeah. And last but not least. (laughs) Yeah. Never forget rule number one. Never leave a crasher behind. Love you. (laughs) Ha <laughs>